Hello, you're listening to the C to Z of movies. My name is Colin. I'm the C. Uh, the Z is not with me. Instead, I have with me the S. Uh, Simon. Hello, Simon. Hi. I do like the S as a nickname. Yep. It's great. I don't think it's going to take off, but uh, you never know. <laughs> this, this could be the start of something amazing. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Simon is my brother. Hi. That's... <laughs> 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 proof um <laughs> i've got a dna test that does prove it somewhere yeah so if you want to see that dna test go around to simon's place and he will probably <laughs> probably have it framed or something um yes zijan is is absent simon is stepping into the breach um to to talk all things films beginning with the letter s wait, wait. Main topic today. Uh, Long time listeners will know we've done a top 10 films with a C, we've done a D, and the natural progression is the jump to <laughs> S. Um, yeah, that's hard sometimes. Sometimes it is. Um, we're also talking about uh, the films of Channing Tatum. We've got a quiz on films about authors and much, much more. Oh, much, much more. Sorry, I should have joined in with that bit. <laughs> that's, that's very, very good. That means he's done it very managed to do it maybe two thirds of the time. Yeah. So. Hey, hey, this shows that you actually listen to our podcast. Good I right. do, I do listen to it. Uh, Simon, you, you have your own podcast. I do. It's called Tea or Books, which I have to say slowly because people always thought I was saying teal books, which would be extremely like, niche podcast. But like what, green ones or ones about ducks? Oh, well, I've never gone that far down that avenue. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it's meant to represent the difficult decisions of reading, but we never remembered to actually have a way of explaining it at the beginning of each podcast, so probably most people don't know why it's called that. But yes, we, my friend Rachel and I compare um, different things about reading and books and authors and all that sort of thing and choose our favourite. Yeah, I, I guess I have a set intro to this where I explain that I'm the C and Zijan's the Z for anyone who hadn't figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really clear everything up, but I guess you just talk about movies and that's in the title, so yeah, it's not a high concept podcast. <laughs> no, there have been some people who think that we kind of cover a different letter each time, or which I guess we kind of are today, as much as covering the letters. Um, Certainly a letter. <laughs> no... No one will argue with that. Uh, we usually start off with movie news, but I'm not, we're not sure we're going to do much movie news this time, partly because we're recording much earlier than we normally do. Um, it's only a couple of days into the fortnight. And also because, hey, you, there's not much news to talk about, and you don't know anything Jennifer about. Jennifer in a whole bunch of new films that you've not talked about before. Yeah. That's my news. Go okay. and look at the 3D's IMDb page. There's loads of stuff there. It's good, good to know. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll see how up to speed you are on some news. Um, do you have any movie news, Simon? Oh, well, yes, I do, actually. Oh, yes. Um, there's a third Legally Blonde happening. There is. But that, I didn't actually read the article, I just read the headlines, so that's as much as I know. Uh, well, Reese Witherspoon is in talks. Is she going to star or is she going to produce? Uh, star, probably produce, or maybe executive produce. I think I think she produced. She she's she's quite. She has a lot of producing. Yeah, quite a power mover in Hollywood these days. Is uh, is Reese? Get on the train. That was one of her. Oh, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. She's a big reader. She she reads a book a week and you know snap a book two a week. I think she said, and then snaps up what she thinks might turn into great films. And Legally Blonde three was one of them, was it? <laughs> yes, it was from my own screenplay. <laughs> oh yeah. Wow, we've got a famous <laughs> yeah. famous writer. Um, I, I've I've seen the. First one, I think I might even have seen the second one, I'm not sure. Um, I have, but I don't remember anything about it other than the subtitle, which I believe is white, red, and blonde. Uh, I think it might be red, white, and blonde, but, but yes. Um, yes. <laughs> Victor Garber isn't at least one of them. He's pretty I good. I don't know who that is. He's the guy who... Uh, he, he was kind of her professor, but then he came on to her or something. He's also in the yeah. Titanic. Yeah. I, hope, I hope they've managed to snare back whatever the main woman is who's not her. <laughs> the one from Friends. Oh, the... the, the was it Bend and Flip Girl? Yeah, that's her, yeah. Um, I can't remember, but she's always fun. I'm sure she's back. Yeah. <laughs> she's not busy, is she? I can't well she she turns up in bad sitcoms quite a lot. That's uh, true. Yeah, I, I can't see uh, I can't see this being good, but who knows? Which of this being good. Maybe I'll watch it when it's on Netflix. More exciting news than this, I mean, I don't it's know, about I, superheroes. I know you're a huge fan of Tom Cruise. Uh, <laughs> you already talked about him in the last one. <laughs> Talk about him, all of them. <laughs> so last time we brought you the exciting news that Top Gun Two or Top Gun Colonel Maverick, as it's known, um, uh. <laughs> has started filming. I bring you more exciting news from the set of Top Gun. Uh, Val Kilmer is going to be back. Oh, good. Was he in the first one? <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> I always get mixed up with Val Dunigan, <laughs> which is something different. Yeah, he wasn't in either. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think he's dead. And then isn't like Dracula called something like that as well? And I don't know. 
What? Van Helsing. Is that another name for Dracula? Dracula? Uh, that's the guy who hunts Dracula. Right. Among other things. Is he in it? Uh, the fictional character Van Helsing. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think, I don't think no. he's in it. No. Um, that's some good news. Although uh, uh, Van Helsing, interesting to mention that because Tom Cruise was at one point um, in talks or, or rumoured to be appearing in a Van Helsing film. Well, I'm sure he was. Um, which I think his, his role in The Mummy came out of that. Oh, well, that was a great gift to cinema, so thank goodness. Yep. There was a Van Helsing film starring Hugh Jackman. I believe there's currently a Van Helsing series on Netflix, but uh, mm. not, I've not seen either of them. Uh, so there you go. I'm excited. I mean, we talked about Top Gun 2 last time, and uh, I can't imagine you've seen Top Gun, so... I have seen Top Gun, actually. Have you? Um, Good work. Yes, I have seen this, um, Top Gun. Yes, that, that weird scene with the feathers, isn't it? Feathers? Maybe, maybe not. Does it? <laughs> it's been a while since um, I've seen it. Maybe there were some feathers in it. I don't know. I, I thought it was all right for a Tom Cruise film. He's he's not very good. Tom Cruise is excellent. Um, <laughs> I, I thought it was very, very cheesy. Well, yes. Do you have any more movie news? Um, no. Ex- well, no. No, I, I didn't think we'd have much. Well, there is some more, and it's about superheroes. You'll be delighted to know. Can you just cut this bit? <laughs> You, before you say it. You, like me, no doubt saw uh, Suicide Squad. I didn't, but I do like Margot Robbie. Okay. Well, she's got like three films in the pipeline in this universe. Even after but... the Oscar nomination. Yes. I feel like time to cut your ties, Margot, if you listen to this podcast. Does she listen? Uh, she's missed the last uh, couple, but she's usually okay. usually a big fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there's going to be a Joker spin-off, Simon. A Joker spin-off starring the character of the Joker. With Jared Leno? Uh, well, Jared Leto. No, that's the chat host, isn't it? Well, it is, you've taken the first name of the actor <laughs> the surname of the chat host. My clock's going off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can cut this. Yeah. Okay. Well, just to give you an idea of what time we're recording. Um, this seems like a bad idea. He was barely in Suicide Squad, and Suicide Squad was a bad film. <laughs> but well, I, I won't, I for one won't be watching it. I obviously will have to. Um, <laughs> okay. We move on to the next segment, uh, to see or not to Z. We talk about a film that we've seen recently, and tell you whether you, the listener whether you should see it or should not Z it. I'm going to go the Zizan roll and say, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what Zizan does. Partly because it should be to see it or not to S it this week. It should be. Should you S it? That, yeah, for um, it doesn't make any less sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you seen a film recently that you'd like to tell us about? Well, I've seen three films this week. Goodness Three. Well, um, all on Netflix. Okay. Um, one of them I was quite excited about, Maggie's Plan, because I wanted to watch it when it came out and I didn't. Um, do you know that one, Greta Gerwig? Um, uh, not really. I've heard of it. It's about someone who decides um, that she's going to go to a sperm donor and get it, have a baby, but the whole... The whole film doesn't really make any sense. It's structurally terrible. And then I watched okay. <laughs> How to Be Single, which is similarly structurally awful. So the film I did like was one I'd actually seen twice before. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Duff. I really like I'll be watching it. The Duff again. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> so, so three films I saw this week, that's the best one. So you... You, I, I, I've watched the Duff on Netflix based on the recommendation. So it's, it's about a girl who is played by Mae, Mae Whitman, I believe. Yes. Um, who is so hideously unattractive in a surprisingly attractive way <laughs> well you're missing the main point of it Colin that the so Duff stands for designated ugly fat friend but yes. as main character man whose name I don't remember sure uh, points out you don't actually have to be ugly or fat to be that person what you, it's just the person who is like the gatekeeper to the more attractive people so it might, so it might just be relative okay. and you I mean May whatever her name is walks slower than the others and you know wrinkles her face and all this sitcom, or not sitcom, teen comedy hallmarks of not fitting in. She um, she was in Parenthood, that's how I know her. She's, she's been like 140 things, I was looking at her AMDB page. She's done a lot of stuff. She's in Scott Pilgrim, which I didn't know. Oh, hmm. Who isn't, though? Uh, you. Yeah, you don't know that. <laughs> I'm very confident. No, you are right. I've seen about. it. Um, so yes, The Duff. You also watch The Duff, it's really funny. <laughs> Right. <laughs> it's got too many montages, but that's my only criticism. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I like good films, people who don't know me. I normally I do watch good films, but the Duff is just relaxing. The list of three nonsense. films you've seen this week's just otherwise. <laughs> I know, it's not been a great week. Uh, uh, I, I, I saw put it back a, later. a Netflix film, which was pretty bad, called The Clapper. Well, actually, was it bad? Uh, the Clapper, starring Ed Helms, 
and Amanda Seyfried has fallen on um, hard times, it seems. Uh, he's a bloke who turned, basically him and his mate, played by Tracy Morgan, I think, um, clap in the background of, kind of infomercials and stuff, and sometimes he has to ask questions. And Sounds like a job, yeah. Yeah, it's a real thing, I'm sure. <laughs> um, and then some late night TV host finds this footage of him and makes it a thing to try and find out who he is, and he gets thrust into the limelight. And uh, it, I think it's supposed to be kind of a satire on on the way the media treats people in the public eye. Okay. Um, and he's got... It's, it's, while I'm sure it's mighty as a comedy, it's... And Ed Helms is in the office and was kind of very over-the-top. I think it was in Hangover films as well. It's it's a lot more, um, I guess, thoughtful than you might think from the from the trailer. Um, but yeah, Amanda Seyfried plays a girl at a, a petrol station or a gas station that he's falling in love with. So, I mean, it's fine. I can't really recommend it. Mm, yeah, I don't know if I can watch her in more films. <laughs> You've seen too many Amanda Seyfried films, have you? Well, I feel like I have. I, only one comes to mind right now. <laughs> is it Mamma is it Mia? Of course it's Mamma Mia. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> just, just, just the one. Um, I was doing multiple films, I also saw um, uh, The Railway Man, The Railway Man, starring Colin Firth and Nicole Kidman. It was, it was, yeah, so it's about this guy who's been tortured by the Japanese in World War II. Um, so you do get some fairly unpleasant bits, but... Um, yeah, no, I think Colin Firth is absolutely fantastic in it, in particularly in the first half. A little bit uneven, perhaps. The screenplay doesn't do him any favours, and the Colgan is good. So, there you go. Check and he's called Colin. So. And he's called Colin, so who doesn't love who doesn't love people called Colin? Well, I love people called Colin. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and I love you. Aww, that's nice. Yeah, Aww. <laughs> <laughs> If you love us, let us know at cdzmovies on Twitter, cdzmovies.gmail.com. Um, how do you feel about people called Zijan? Um, I only know one. You sure? He seems great. Yeah. There you go. He won't be listening. Actually, this. isn't your podcast host called Gizan as well? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, so we move on then to the main topic of today. Uh, the top 10 films beginning with the letter S. We are going to, by the end of this, definitively tell you, the listener, what the 10 best films are that begin with the letter S. Yeah, uh, we are. You and I, Simon, have both got our top 10s. Um, we've also put it out onto Facebook and, and your. You have more Facebook friends than I do. Um, I'm very cool. You are very cool. Um, <laughs> so we have somewhere in the region of 130. Um, oh, wow. Oh, gosh, okay. 120, sorry. Uh, films lessons, which I might whip through fairly quickly. So the point scoring system is you and I in our top 10 score 1 to 10. Every other suggestion from anyone scores one point each. And that's how it goes. I think we'll start off by going through our 10, and then I'll whip through the everyone else's suggestions before okay. going for the top. Uh, the way we do this, we go for our 10th each, and then we kind of alternate. So, Simon, why don't you tell me... Uh, when you do this, you might hear some typing as I try and manically update this spreadsheet. Um, okay. <laughs> what is your 10th favourite film, beginning with the letter S? Well, has it changed them all? Well, at least some of them, when I realised we could include articles. And so my number 10 does include an article. It is The Sound of Music. Sound of Music. Which I'm sure everyone knows about, so I don't need to explain it, right? Well, that's podcast gold. (laughs) (laughs) Like Nazis and singing and nuns and stuff. It's great. It's not the order I would have necessarily listed it in, but... uh, I I have seen it, but it was a long time ago, and I don't remember... Obviously, I remember some of the songs. I was in a quiz the other day, we had to say how many Von Trapp children there were, and we got it wrong. Seven? Still can't remember. (laughs) I think think it's six. I think we'll put five and six. Okay. I was, or maybe if it's one that's called Kurt. Maybe that's who Kurt Inglee is named after. You're not coming off too well on this in terms of the stuff you want. Glee's <laughs> great. I mean, it's not. Okay, well, my, the sound of music is great. Yeah, What's your number ten. My my, number, my tenth place goes to uh, Shaun of the Dead, uh, which again I think people will know. But it's an Edgar Wright film. It's a zom rom com. Yeah. All right. Sure. <laughs> uh, I'm a big fan of Edgar Wright probably my favourite director um, just, he's very very funny I'm not a zombie film fan or horror film fan as, as listeners will know but uh, this is done very well and I'd say it's still probably the best of his Cornetto trilogy above uh, Hot Fuzz and The World's End which are both very good as well yes Simon Pegg he's a good leading man and called Simon he's called so. Simon so he gets bonus points for that yeah uh, I'm sorry, I think I've, I've redrafted this list a few times and it, and it has been appearing higher up on the list, but at the moment it's in 10th. Hit me with your number nine. Well, I think my number nine is one you probably got higher up, which oh. is Shakespeare in Love. Shakespeare in Love. Tell me about Shakespeare in Love. Um, so it's vaguely uh, 
uh, tale of Shakespeare's life, not particularly based in fact, in which he must write a play before sunset or something. I didn't know. I can't remember really <laughs> <speak> what. <laughs> he must so he write a play before sunset. <laughs> sure. Yeah, why not? He falls in love with Gwyneth Thatcher along the way. He was dressed as a man, dressed as a woman. Yeah. You know, which is, you know, Shakespeare's thing. He does love cross-dressing. Uh, yes, I think it's... Uh, well, uh, Judy Dench won an Oscar for it. So Judy Dench did win an Oscar. It, it was a multi-Oscar winning film. Also featured Colin Firth, so there's nothing wrong was with that. Was it best film as well? I think it might have been. I think, um, yeah, it was, it was Harvey Weinstein who, uh, who mm. we don't dwell on, but uh, he, he was, I think it was probably his first big Oscar campaign that was successful. Because Gwyneth Paltrow, I think, won Best Actress. Yeah. I think she did. Oh, yes, of course, and she cried. She burst into tears, yeah. Um, yes, hilarious film, I think. Um, kind of rewards a bit of Shakespeare knowledge, but not too much. Yeah. Um, and you know, we didn't see a lot of whatever his name was. Thingy Fines. Ben Affleck. Joseph Fines. <laughs> jo- Joseph Fines. Oh, yeah, Joseph Fines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anymore. Particularly around that ill-fated attempt to play Michael Jackson in something. No. Call me a, call me a. Fool. No, let's 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 not. If you're going to get someone to play Michael Jackson at that point in his life, you can't get a black person to do that, can you? Let's move on, shall we? <laughs> I would have loved to have seen that film. <laughs> Hashtag bring it back. Um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I see you're less cautious on this podcast than on mine. <laughs> yeah, but we'd have that many listeners. It'd be fun. <laughs> get someone with Vitiligo to play play him. The only person I knew of it like it was a contestant on America's Next Top Model. Oh, yeah. Could, could she act? I don't know. No, I shouldn't have <laughs> No. I mean, she's, a, <laughs> she was, she's quite a pleasant person. Okay. Um, <laughs> my, my, my ninth film was Stardust. Uh, oh, that's a nice film. Yeah. Uh, adaptation of the Neil Gaiman, Gaiman? Gaiman uh, book. Uh, it's, again, it's a kind of a fantasy comedy romance thing. Claire Danes is in it. Uh, as is Ben Barnes. Um, it's kind of some of your classic fancy tropes. I guess there's this kind of mystical land beyond the wall. Uh, Robert De Niro's in it as a flamboyant pirate. Michelle Pfeiffer's in it as a uh, aging witch. There's, there's, it's, it's great fun. I always describe it as being what the Princess Bride would be if it was any good. Uh, I don't like the Princess Bride. It's a controversial view. I've not seen it, but someone has lent me the book. Oh, so I should read. Yeah. It was a book. Who knew? Um, <laughs> William Goldman wrote it. Huh. Well, there you go. Uh, people love Princess Pride, but um, I think this is better. It's great fun. Uh, some of the cream of British comedy talent. And uh, still five for British. Well, it's got some yeah. Americans as well. But, okay, <laughs> but it has. I'm trying to think who it is now. Uh, the, the... No, I can't. That guy never acted anything again. He was pretty good. Which guy? The main guy. I don't know his name. Was. Oh, was it Ben Barnes? Ben Did you say that? In this. Oh, no, sorry, it's not Ben Barnes, it's Charlie Cox. Uh, ben Barnes plays him at, at a different age, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. Prince Caspian. Actually, maybe, I can't remember which way around it is, whether Charlie Cox is um, the young or the old one. But yeah, Charlie Cox went on to be Daredevil in um, Daredevil. Uh, I see. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but sure. Daredevil is a Netflix... No, less, I don't want to Net- know. Netflix either. series about Marvel yeah. superhero called Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Check it out. My number eight is <laughs> um, Safety Last. Okay. Which is a silent film with Harry, that guy who was in silent film. Harry Lloyd. Thank you. Which I saw in a little theatre, sorry, a little cinema rather, in Oxford with a live orchestra. Oh, yeah. rather nice. And it has a very famous shot of him hanging off the hands of a clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. been much emulated. I didn't know you'd seen that. Yeah, it was a great, great night. Um, and it, I went in sort of thinking, oh, this might be an interesting historical or cultural or something experience but actually still really funny really enjoyed it yeah. Yeah, I've not seen that um, there you go yeah, I'm not sure I've seen any of the uh, silent film era I've seen, I've seen clips yeah. of Charlie Chaplin Buster Keaton all that but um, well I very much recommend that one nice um, in 8th place for me is uh, Spotlight which is the uh, best picture Oscar winning film of a couple of years ago uh, it's about the We've talked about it before, but it's um, the, the Boston Herald undercovering child abuse in the Catholic Church. It's, um, I like journalism films. This is one of the best. It has the great, great Mark Ruffalo, uh, Rachel McAdams, mm-hmm. Liev Schreiber's excellent in it, uh, Michael Keaton. Uh, it's a yeah, great, great cast of... There's not, not really kind of a lead actor in it, but a kind of, kind of great cast of supporting actors as well. I guess Michael Keaton's maybe the lead. Um, but yeah. Very, uh, very moving, very well put together. There's no kind of big gotcha moment. I think a lot of films would have, would have had a big 
kind of dramatic uh, speech. Well, there's, there's a few of those, I suppose, but or, or some kind of twists and turns that uh, it'll turn out that one of the characters was abused or something. But um, there's, there's none of that really. It's just it's fairly true to life, based on a true story. Um, yeah. I have not seen it. You should. I, I believe it's on the Netflix, so you could uh, check it out there. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> My number seven is uh, the September issue. Really? <laughs> I really like it. It's really good. Have you seen it? No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> There's a documentary behind the scenes at Vogue for their big September issue. Is the September um, their big issue? Yes. What is that? It's, I guess it's the beginning of the fashion year. Is it really? Well, supposedly. Also, I learned from the film the September issue. <laughs> it's the beginning of the school year, I suppose. <laughs> Potentially linked. Although not in America, I think. Um, really? I think they just see the calendar year, don't they? they? That can't be true. Well, who knows? <laughs> not, not me. But yes, it's a great companion to The Devil Wears Prada, which I also really like. But yeah, I love a documentary. I love a fashion documentary. It's a really good one. Mm-hmm. I recommend it. Oh, you, you, might, you might even enjoy it. Um, yeah, you're good friends with, uh, with Anna Winter's son, aren't you? Yeah, me and Charlie go way back. Yeah. Yeah, we live next door to each other. Hmm. We did not speak. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh well. Um, fine. Documentary. Why not? Why not? Um, my next one is uh, The Social Network, which is uh, about the founding of Facebook. Uh, I think at the time I, I wasn't blown away by this film, um, but have since grown to grow love it. It's written by Aaron Sorkin, who's an absolutely wonderful uh, screenwriter. Uh, he did The West Wing, most famously. Things like A Few Good Men, uh, Molly's Game this year. I uh, did Steve Jobs. Uh, it's directed by David Fincher, and it's, it's one of the few David Fincher films that isn't an 18, I think. Um, he, <laughs> he usually so things like Zodiac or um, uh, Girl with the Pearl... Not Girl with the Pearl Pairing. <laughs> I was going to say that did not get particularly graphic. No. Anyway, uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, which is... Um, apparently the, the, speaking of it, the, the trailer for the new Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, or whatever the sequel is. Uh, it's Are they still out. making those? Claire Foy. Oh, not really Mara anymore. Uh, no, or Numi Pass. Mm-hmm. Come for someone... You can actually spell their name. Um, yeah, so uh, Jesse Eisenberg plays Mark Zuckerberg. Um, Andrew Garfield, who's always good, uh, plays his friend. Yeah, it's just really well put together. I think the screenplay is the strongest part, um, but it's very well directed as well. Wonderful fact with Rini Mara in the opening scene. Um, it's a great, great opening to the film. Really good. So I think, I think it's clear that David Fincher and Aaron Sorkin aren't really fans of Facebook. So, hmm. um, from interviews, they don't really get social media. But it's, yeah, you know, kind of on the surface of it, a film about the creating of a social media website sounds really boring, but um, it isn't. Justin Timberlake's very good, actually, as well. It was good. In fact, the film it didn't make my top ten, but it was circling around the bottom of it. Okay. It almost made it. Yeah. But at number six, I have got Sense and Sensibility, which um, I'm sure everyone knows is an adaptation of a Jane Austen novel. It won Emma Thompson her... Oscar for writing it, and she's also very good in it, if far, far too old to play Eleanor. She's um, old, yes. <laughs> Kate Wins, one of Kate Winslet's first films, she's brilliant in it. Um, Hugh Grant. Yeah. Alan yes. Rickman, all-star. He's all-star, and it's yeah, fairly faithful adapt- adaptation. Um, Emilda Staunton, Hugh Laurie, it's great. Obviously, I get this was I, yeah, very close to being in my top ten, didn't, didn't quite make it in the end. Uh, I, I, I don't really like the whole Marianne um, Colonel Brandon thing. Well, no, I think it should. It's not in the book, I think it's a tragedy, but um, yeah, you don't quite play it that way. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's very. I'd, I'd say the, the BBC's Prime Prejudice, I think, is the high, yes. high benchmark of, of Austin adaptations. I, I know. I'm a big fan of the uh, the ITV Northanger Abbey, but this is um, this is right up there. Directed by Ang Lee, which is always surprising. Mm, the very versatile Ang Lee, because mm. he came off Crouching High, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. And uh, he did he did the the first Hulk film, he did Life mm. of Pi. He does a lot of weird, well, a lot of uh, eclectic stuff. Yeah. Uh, my next one is uh, classic film, The Shawshank Redemption. Um, I'm surprised that's only at number six. Yes, no, it's uh, I think quite often comes top of all kind of mm. best film polls. Um, and well, sneak preview, we'll find a few of the people that we've had on commenting on this uh, also voted for it. Uh, but yeah, yes, it's. It, I remember something. Um, you watched it with me. What? I did. I didn't like it. It was too scary. I, I remember you saying you didn't want to watch it because you didn't like war films. So. <laughs> that was my first that was my initial reaction, yes. But it turns out not a lot of war in it. No, almost Except none. Except War of the Mind. And that guy got beaten up. That's, that's pretty bad. 
It's not a very pleasant film, is it? It's not. Although for Stephen King adaptation, it's probably the pleasantest. Um, and where did all the rubble go? That's my question. Uh, didn't they do the old um, Great Escape thing of dropping it through his trousers onto the... I did the idea. I, th- I, think, I, think, that, I think they covered that up. Um, Swiss will be like, oh my gosh, how do they blue tack the poster back, aren't we? That's our thing. Mm. Swiss will be upset about. Yeah, I mean... That's- yeah okay <laughs> so it's, uh yes yeah, so i think everyone knows this uh tim robbins morgan freeman set in a prison uh tim robbins incarcerated for a crime he did not commit uh it's based on rita hayworth and short story redemption by stephen king which is um part of a uh four short stories on novellas i guess um called different seasons three of which have been turned to films i learned from this very podcast very good um <laughs> and i've read two of them and seen those three films um, sneak preview. One of those films will be reappearing in, in not in my list, but in um, in the list of these films. I think. Yeah, that was a good film. Have you seen it? Okay. Uh, so, yes. If you haven't seen Short of Redemption, what you're doing? Go and watch it. <laughs> uh, my fifth one is Secrets and Lies. Oh, I don't know that. Uh, it's a Mike Lee film. I really like Mike Lee. He's probably one of my favorite directors. Well, he is one of my favorite directors. Probably my favorite director. Wow. Um, I really like. His style of, you know, his famously, you know, Mike Lee builds up the scripts through improvisation, and the character, the actors don't know who all the other characters are, etc., until, until they've met each other in character and they build them up that way. And Secrets and Lies is about um, Imelda Staunton discovering that she's got a daughter she didn't know about. Sorry, no, not Imelda Staunton, Brenda Blethyn. Um, discovering she's got a daughter she didn't That's know about. That's played by Imelda Staunton in the film, is it? <laughs> uh, no, the actress is Brenda Blethyn. Okay. <laughs> Melis Staunton is not in it, as nice. far as I can I just get, I get them mixed up. I was going to say, I, I assume that Brenda Blethyn was in it. Um, Amanda Redman usually turns up in these things, doesn't she? Well, Amanda Staunton often turns up, as does um, Leslie Manville and all sorts. Okay. But, um, and I think they might be in it. But yes, her daughter, it turns out, is black, and she did not know that. And it's all about them building a relationship. But she's, Brenda Blethyn is absolutely fantastic in it. And yeah, it's... It's probably not my favourite Mike Lee film, but it's my favourite one beginning with S. Okay. There's um in uh, one of the later Harry Potter books, Abe Fourth Dumbledore talks about there being secrets and lies growing up. I wonder if that's a reference. Mm, yeah, maybe. Another year is my favourite one by by Mike Lee, by the way, in case people wonder. No one cares. <laughs> um, the Shakespeare in Love is, is comes in uh, fifth in my list. We've already yeah. talked about it. I was uh, doing a quiz on Tuesday, one more question, at the round of famous Collins and asked, Colin first played Lord Wessex in which multi-Oscar winning film of 1998? I don't know if you've got it right or not. <laughs> I got it right when I tried the quiz. Oh, good work. The answer is Shakespeare in Love, in case anyone was wondering, <laughs> trying to piece those two pieces of information together. <laughs> talking of films that Colin first not in, though, my fourth no, one no, is... No, we weren't. We were talking about films he is in. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you made a rookie mistake there. <laughs> anyway, it's one of the two. I think Colin Firth's in any of my films. No, only in Shakespeare, of course. Is, but, you know, is Chewbacca in any of your films? Because if not, that's a Wookiee mistake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he's not. Oh. <laughs> Spoilers. Wow. I mean, of course not. <laughs> but, um, my number four is Sliding Doors. Great film. Really like. So it's Gwyneth Paltrow is heading to get on the the tube, and in one timeline she manages to get on it, and another timeline she doesn't. We follow the film through. It's not split screen, at least not very much of the time if it is at all. But we follow what happened if she got on and what if she and she didn't. If she didn't get on, the main difference is one of them she catches her boyfriend having an affair. The other one, she he's still trying to hide it from her. The main difference um, is she gets a haircut. That's the very helpfully gets a haircut. Mm. I've seen a couple of films since then with similar conceits or you know at least split things where I think why don't you get your haircut like mm. Patrick I don't understand a lot more what was going on in fact, even before she gets her haircut she cuts herself on the head so she can have a plaster in one uh... super helpful I watched yeah. I watched it this week actually um, hmm. having uh, written a blog post uh, on, on the topic uh, also with a great aqua song turn back time alright I must have missed that bit um, <laughs> <laughs> slide doors in the, in the aqua video you know, Good clips, clips from them in fact the second one on this list where uh, Gwyneth Paltrow does an excellent English accent that's true. I thought she was English when I first saw it. Yeah, same actually. Yeah, yeah I, I was watching it again. I've forgotten because it's in the nineties, I guess, or maybe early noughties. Um, it does that thing where they have kind of sparkly magic music whenever <laughs> it's like when she's walking past a bit where she's almost far. You kind of go, kind of, yeah, quite right. <laughs> so they should. 
Doesn't happen enough, I say. Uh, right, where we are. So, I had a policy, a self-imposed policy, that I would only have one Star Wars film in this list, <laughs> um, because otherwise there'd be far too much Star Wars. Would there, though? <laughs> um, so, it's probably time to uh, to cover this. Um, I, like every right-thinking person, loves a bit of Star Wars. It's awesome. So bad. <laughs> um, Sorry, James, but it's terrible. Um, the a few Simon, you once said to someone that if they read Prime Prejudice, you would watch start the first Star Wars, mm. and then like a cad or a Frenchman, <laughs> um, did not do so. I am willing to commit any any deceit to get people to read Prime Prejudice. Uh, I was not willing to let my brother, my own flesh and blood, uh, do such <laughs> an, a caddish thing. So I persuaded you and uh, the rest of the family to watch the first Star Wars. It's fair to say it did not go down very well. My dad fell asleep. My dad fell asleep. <laughs> as I've often said, I didn't expect to like it, but I didn't expect it to be objectively bad. And as I've, The writing is so terrible. And as I've often said, you're an idiot. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> you have said that quite often. Yeah. So, um, the writing is so bad, though. So I think it's, it's generally regarded... Uh, the dialogue is not George Lucas's... Strong point, which is fair. Um, but the world creation, particularly that first Star Wars, uh, A New Hope, as it was recreated, is, is outstanding. Um, it's incredible the, the characters uh, and the world he's built. And there's massive advances in, in filmmaking. Um, any sci-fi film, and indeed most other films, I think, since then have been, well, certainly blockbusters since then, bear the hallmarks of Star Wars. Uh, I, I will say they didn't really work hard enough to make us hate stars. Like, I didn't want <laughs> to be at war with the stars. They seemed fine. <laughs> That's have, my main problem. I think you may have misunderstood some of the elements <laughs> of the film. Yeah, you see that the, piece, why not? There is surprisingly few stars um, in in this film. <laughs> um, although there are obviously uh, twin suns. Was it moons? It's moons. You're thinking of us. We only have one sun. <laughs> We're twin suns, isn't it? Oh, I see. I was very good. I, was very <laughs> good. I did, did, didn't get that. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, was I... You, you're done with the Star Wars thing yet? No, still, no, we're still going Star Wars. So, I had to pick one Star Wars, and I've gone with the first Star Wars, um, Episode 4, as it's known now. Uh, I think many, most people would go with um, The Empire Strikes Back, Episode 5. Uh, personally, I think because of that world building, um, and just wonderful storyline. Force Awakens I also love, um, but couldn't quite come over that 1977 classic which is what sits in fourth place for me i was trying to decide what the worst film beginning with us i saw had been and it was almost star wars but then i remember i'd seen serving supper same and that's the worst one yeah it's difficult to defend serving supper, um, <laughs> which i've seen several times well me too <laughs> um my third place oh in the top three top yeah, three yeah. time for the top um, three jingle <laughs> top three top three Please play that whenever you do this again. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, my third is The Secret Garden. Okay. Which I think you might have talked about before on here. I can't remember. But it's based on the Frances Hodgson Burnett book um, about a young girl who, in the book, her family will die of cholera. In the film, they all die in an earthquake. Um, and she has to go off to Mistlethwaite Manor to live with her uncle and, indeed, her cousin called Colin. Hey. <laughs> um, and Maggie Smith is there. Saying, oh no, don't, not done that. <laughs> I don't know why did I get Oh, good lord. I've <laughs> <laughs> Scottish. Is she Scottish in it? I She's can't. Scottish in it. That, that sounded yes. offensively Indian. <laughs> it really did, didn't it? It wasn't meant to. Please, please don't. This is going to be in the promo material. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I used to do it with Reddit to be good Scottish. Actually. That's not the case. <laughs> but yes, as you've said before, it was the first film that we saw at the cinema. Um, on our seventh, eighth, eighth birthday, maybe. Um, yeah, maybe. Let's uh, And I think probably it, seventh, actually. Eighth birthday was when we got those football shirts. Good. <laughs> Great times. Yeah, football. Come on, you villas. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wonder who. I wonder who likes football less, you or Z. <laughs> <laughs> I like Z, and he's great. Uh, yes, but it's a lovely film. It's very, very good adaptation, um, and. I don't know if the actress who played Mary did anything else afterwards, but she was very good in that. Uh, not a lot. Um, I watched it fairly recently again, uh, and as we, as, as I told you, and it turns out you told me like ten years before, um, <laughs> oh, yes. and I'd forgotten. <laughs> yeah, the character playing Dick and later, later went on to various things, including Gavin and Stacey. Yeah. Good lad. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's a it's a good, and even if kids get very very excited by seeing, frankly, quite dull gardens, <laughs> just because <laughs> they're hidden yeah. behind a hedge. <laughs> um, Secret. Yeah. 
Number three for me is The Spectacular Now, a film starring uh, Miles Teller and Shailene Woodley, uh, also based on a book which I've not read, and I can't remember who wrote it. Uh, it's it's a wonderful uh, romance. It's Miles Teller is a, a well, they're both in high school. Miles Teller's a kid who um very popular, everyone likes him, but he's got a bit of a drinking problem and he's quite uh, superficial, I guess. Um, he's going dating Brie Larson at the start of the film. Not not, not actually Brie Larson. <laughs> That'd be great playing herself. Yeah. Are they the same age? I don't think. Uh, Brie Larson and herself, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, sure, they're, they're, all the <laughs> they're all approximately the same age. Uh, yes, uh, Shailene Woodley is a, a kind of a naive girl who, um, well, same age, but she's she kind of not really part of this world. But they, he, they bump into each other when he's hungover one morning, and they form a relationship. Um, yeah, just beautiful film, strongly recommend. Mm, I would quite like to see that, but it was never released here. Was it? it was never released in this country. I got a thing. I thought I'd seen it on Netflix one point, but I might not have done. Um, yeah, and in fact, the version I've got on Region 2 DVD, which I was watching fairly recently, um, is uh, you can't switch the subtitles off, which are in like, oh, great. Spanish or something. <laughs> so um, that's fun. <laughs> cool. My second place is Silver Linings Playbook. That's a surprise. Hmm. Oh, I really liked it. So, well, that's obviously... Oh, hello, Clark. So it's Jennifer Lawrence and Bradley Cooper, along with Robert De Niro and the woman who's also in it. Jackie Weaver. Thank you. Um, and essentially portrayed about um, mental illness and grief and all sorts of things. But it's still very funny as well as very poignant. Brilliant performances by everyone. The best that I've seen Robert De Niro ever, probably, because I've not seen any of his classic films. I've only seen his terrible comedies. Yeah. Um, like, a revelation from Bradley Cooper. Best, yeah, best Robert De Niro performance probably since those uh, kind of 70s, 80s classics. Yeah. Yeah, and I think all four of the main actors got nominated for Oscars in two, two in leads and two in supporting. Mm. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence is definitely too young to play that, but she carries carries it off. She's always too young to play things. Yeah, what's she like? Eighteen? I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it's an unusually good film for how successfully it did. I thought. Huh. What a weird thing to say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you need a blockbuster. Or, I don't know if there's a blockbuster, but the. I don't know if the films that get that much attention tend to have that good acting portrayals. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, so it was kind of a big moment from David O. Russell. So they, they kind of they all teamed up again for um, American Hustle, which I think is nowhere near as good. No. Kind of a pretty, it was kind of a bit of a laugh. It was weird because David O. Russell, he'd been working for years. He'd been making things like Three Kings and stuff, and, and no one had really cared. And then suddenly he was doing this. Uh, I guess they just caught the zeitgeist. Yeah, I could have done without the dancing competition. That felt a bit weird. It did but, feel um, very strange. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I um, good, good. It didn't make my list, but um, it could have done. I like the fact that in this, because play, talking about playbooks is quite a big thing in American sports. I think American football in particular. Mm. I think I'm not really don't know anything about it really, but um, but because over here we don't do that, it was marketed as silver linings with playbook written in really really small print, <laughs> and on the, which is a better title. Really. It is. In fact, even in the the kind of ads, they they say now in cinema silver linings and then they bring up the word silver linings playbook on the screen so. mm-hmm. <laughs> weird uh, second place for me uh, is the great Spider-Man 2 yeah. um, I forgot about Spider-Man <laughs> <laughs> uh, in- Jennifer Ely's mum's in it yes Jennifer Ely's mum uh, Rosemary Harris does play Aunt May uh, we've, we've, we've had quite a few Spider-Men now but this was the first well unless you count various kind of director video or whatever else but the first one really um Tobey Maguire, Kirsten Dunst, uh, and in the second one we saw uh, Alfred Molina playing Doc Octopus. Uh, I think it's, yeah, the first one's great, but this is an improvement on it um, all over. I think it's beautiful character work from the two of them, kind of great relationship, um, a good clear storyline, a good uh, villain. Um, I think, I, like you, Simon, I think there probably aren't enough superhero films. <laughs> uh, I mean, does anyone? <laughs> How could one? <laughs> no, this, I have seen that one. It was. I would say mediocre, and that's a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Uh, so this is back before I mean, it was before the MCU started. It was before we, we already had like the X Men. We had quite a few things, but it was before it was quite so saturated, I guess, in terms of blockbusters, mostly being superhero things. But uh, rarely been better. I said the first Avengers film, I think, is is an improvement on this, but there's very few um, others, I think. And certainly, I'd say he's the best of the Spider Men. Right, so we're on to your number one, your top spot, the best film that you've got <laughs> beginning with the letter S. <laughs> She's the man. 
What? <laughs> <laughs> I love this film so much. I mean, I was trying, when I was making my list, I was putting together sort of half of my head of how good it was and half how much I liked it. Which I think is a fair enough way to sure, do it. Sure, sure. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I really love She's the Man. So it's a retelling of Twelfth Night <laughs> set in a high school where Amanda Bynes really wants to play football, but girls aren't allowed to. So she dresses up to look neither like a man nor a woman, but potentially like her twin brother. Is it not college? Oh, yeah, you're right. Well, it's like, I can't, yeah, let's say it's college. She ends up rooming, being roommates with Channing Tatum and falls in love with him whilst also trying to pretend to be her brother. Fun fact, Jesse McCartney was originally going to play her brother and she does look quite a lot like Jesse McCartney okay. in her makeup. She does not look, <laughs> look like the person who actually plays her brother. Or indeed, yes, like anyone male. No, but neither does Jesse McCartney at that point. So. Um, there is a spider in it, I don't like that part, but apart from that, <laughs> it's... Um, yeah, many, criti- pretty- many critics said <laughs> this film was perfect <laughs> apart from the spider. <laughs> and I'm with them. It's really funny. It shows what good comic timing both Amanda Bynes and Channing Tatum have. Um, Amanda Bynes obviously sadly went off the rails, but, you know... Channing Tatum's done gone from strength to strength, as we'll discover. And he has. Um, and I was there right at the beginning. <laughs> I, I, I saw it in the cinema. We had a, uh, a church... Not a church, it was um, a 1025 uh, Christian Union cell group trip. Only four of us turned up. And we went to see <laughs> She's the Man. Um, Vinnie Jones is in it. Oh, he is, playing Vinnie James. Yeah. <laughs> David Cross is in it. He's very good. Oh, he is, isn't it? Very yeah. funny. Some woman who, who pops up in lots of things plays her mum. What I enjoyed about it is the way that Americans really understand how football works. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't understand how football works either, so it's fine. Well, because they had to try and make the football scenes cool, or something, I think my favourite favorite bit... Oh, two favorites. One of them is the guy who, to show what a great throw-in taker is, does a somersault before taking the throw-in. <laughs> she doesn't see a lot in real football. <laughs> but also the, the great Denouement where they had to have someone doing well and someone, so they had to have to take a penalty where someone had to save and then someone had to do a bicycle kick, which is, which is all legitimate, but seems a bit odd. Okay, I, don't, I didn't really understand any of that when it was on, on screen, but yeah. I'm glad that it's authentic and perfect. But um, <laughs> I, think, I think my favourite line is, chew like you have a secret, which well, spoilers, no one else voted for that. Um. <laughs> no, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. But I love it. I've seen it so many times. Uh, I, I mean, I've seen it. But let's also remember that I had a black and white film in a documentary, so I, you know, yeah. I've yeah. I mean, the documentary was about a fashion magazine, but still. Um, <laughs> my number one is Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. It's the second appearance of Edgar Wright directed film in this in this top ten. I've talked about it before. It's, um, uh, what's his name, Michael Sarah, uh, who... Plays a guy who lives in Toronto. I, I've rewatched bits of it because um, it's all filmed in Toronto. Um, oh. And you and I Simon, went to Toronto last year. Okay. It was quite fun. I didn't feel I didn't recognise uh, any of the things I should. Only one of them. But um, so clearly we need to go back and explore more. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's just a wonderfully, it's a hilarious film. It's Edgar Wright at his best. Um, really adventurous, trying uh, things that other directors don't do. Um, mostly in, in for comedy purposes, kind of just things like scene transitions or character appearances, line readings. Uh, it's I'm sure it works better if you love video games, which I don't, but it, it still works brilliantly, even if you don't care about them at all. It's, a, it's another appearance for Brie Larson in this list. Um, and I saw it in the cinema um, and did not understand very much of it because I don't know anything about video games, but I quite enjoyed it. There you go. Uh, right, we've still got plenty of time, so I'm going to try and whip through as many of the 120 film suggestions as we have. Uh, <laughs> Is it different films? I don't different films. Uh, no, there's some, some repeats okay. in the list. Uh, let's start, so I put it on my Facebook. Um, Let's start with uh, Andrew suggested Seven, a film I will never see because it sounds yep. horrendous. But uh, I, in terms of horror stuff, uh, Andy suggested Species. I, I've, when we've done this before, I've researched the films that I don't know. <laughs> I have not done that this time. Um, Just rattle through it. Yeah. Uh, Christine suggested Star Trek Two, The Wrath of Khan, or Wrath of Khan, sure. and uh, and also Sense and Sensibility. So there's a pairing. Um, my good friend Dave, who's been on the, who was came on the podcast to do the top ten uh, D films, uh, has suggested five films. Here we have uh, The Shining, uh, which I hate, but I know it's his favourite film. I think uh, Say Anything, which you might know from uh, the guy who holds the boombox up outside the window. That's where that comes from. Oh, yeah. Creepy. Uh, Scarface, which I'm yet to see. Silence of the Lambs, which is horrific. Yeah. Dave likes his horror. And Stand by Me, which we mentioned earlier, which is the um, Stephen King adaptation, which is actually yes, very good. Came close to my. I liked that. Yeah. Top. Uh, young Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, David votes the Shawshank Redemption. Uh, Debs, your friend Debs, has got to put a vote in for Sense Sensibility and for Shrek 2. 
Okay, sure. Uh, no one has voted for Shrek, but we've had a couple of Shrek 2s. Uh, my friend Eve has gone for Singing in the Rain. Um, oh, that almost made my list. Well, it's a fun film, but... And, and obviously the classic bits are, are, are great, but there's some of it just like, hmm, imagine if I was really rich, would might do something <laughs> a bit like this. <laughs> and here's a 10-minute song that we realised we were under time, so we had to put in. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, Jenny has gone for Spellbound. Uh, I think it was she that specified she means the Hitchcock one starring Gregory Peck, uh, as opposed to the uh, one about spelling bees. Um, partially directed by um, Salvador Dali. Oh, yeah. There's a dream sequence in there. That's quite fun. Uh, Kevin's gone for Spartacus. Uh, Lee has gone for Sister Act. Um, Sneakers, which I've never heard of, but um, uh, could be good. And uh, Spirited Away, which is an um, anime, which uh, I've never oh, yeah. I've never seen any anime, actually. Uh, Lucy has gone for Schindler's List, which apparently is the only film that's ever made her cry almost. Uh, <laughs> Which I think definitely means it did. I cry at every film, but sure. <laughs> Likewise, I, you, you can't you can't slip a film past me without tears. Um, I, you can't ever have watched It's a Wonderful Life. It's impossible to watch that film. <laughs> well, she's the man. <laughs> well, that one less. So. Um, uh, Maria's gone for Some Like It Hot. Uh, your mother and my mother has gone for Summer Holiday, the Cliff That's Richard nice. classic, uh, which is actually great. Check it out. Clifford has made a bunch of films. They're all terrible apart from that one. Uh, Nat, who I believe was one of your friends, because I've never heard of him, um, has gone for Shadowlands. Pete has gone for Skyfall and Sin City. Uh, Phil has gone as another vote for Spirited Away. Philip has gone for something called Sophie's Skull, Sholl, which I know nothing about. Uh, I've got a vote for Seven Samurai from Smudger. Can you tell me, Simon, the name of the remake of Seven Samurai? The Last Samurai. No, uh, the Magnificent okay. Seven. Um, <laughs> I would have also accepted the Magnificent Seven, <laughs> the remake of that. And Zijan, yeah. as you may have heard from last time, when he put in his quick vote, <laughs> um, the Shawshank Redemption. Right, and now to your list. I'm going to really go through these. So we've got uh, Alison singing in the rain. Annabelle goes for Shop Girls, Still Crazy, and Shaun of the Dead. Chris goes for Seven Samurai. Claire goes for Steel Magnolias. Uh, our father has gone for The Sting. I'm pretty sure he hasn't sure seen. He's not seen. No. <laughs> he's not seen it. <laughs> but it is very good. Uh, Emily has gone for Shrek Two. Emma has gone for Spirited Away. Esther has gone for Solaris, not the George Clooney one. Um, in fairness, the George Clooney one's bad. I don't know about the other one. Uh, and the Seventh Seal, which is the classic uh, uh, Ink Mark Bergman with the uh, death playing chess. Oh yeah. Harry has gone for. Is that based on a Stefan's fight? No, I don't know. No idea. Uh, Harry has gone for the Sister Act Two, Stand by Me, Shawshank Redemption, Strangers on a Train, which is good, and Saving Private Ryan. Uh, James L has gone for So I Married an Act Murderer, and another vote for Seven. James M has gone for Star Wars. Jenny has gone for Secretary. Uh, Joseph has gone for Shawshank Redemption. Karen K has gone for Sayonara. Don't know anything about that. Uh, Sunset Boulevard, Seven Samurai, Star Wars, Shaun the Sheep. Oh. Uh, quite a producer. Karen KS. I, I, sorry, I've forgotten all the surnames. It's gone for Strange in the Fiction, which mentions an actuary at one point, so that's pretty good. Uh, Sense Sensibility, Shakespeare in Love, Summer Like a Hot, Stardust, School of Rock, Singing in the Rain, and Star Wars. Uh, Kari has gone for Kari Mary, has gone for Stardust. Katrina has gone for Saturday Night and Sunday Morning, Saturday Night Fever, The Servant, and Sideways. I've only seen one of those, which was Sideways, and I did not like it. Sorry, Katrina. <laughs> uh, Katie has another vote for Summer Like a Hot. Christine has gone for Stage Beauty. Levi has gone for. Superman, Summer in Time, Short Circuit, Speed, Stand By Me, A Scanner Darkly, Summer of Sam, She's All That, Scream Society, Soylent Green, and Suspiria. Every S film he knows, I guess. Soylent Green is people. Spoilers. Uh, Lizzie's gone for Sleeps in Seattle, Lois has gone for Shaun of the Dead, Margaret has gone for Sense and Spirity, and apparently her grandson likes the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Uh, Michael's waited for Stalker. Uh, Miles has gone for Silence of the Lambs Nancy has gone for Scaramouche Natalie for Shall We Dance Olivia for Sister Act and Sister Act 2 uh, Rachel Stardust Sing in the Rain Rebecca Sound Like It Hot and Ruth has gone for Sound Like It Hot Sound of Music Sweet Charity Sword in the Stone Still Magnolia Star Wars Stand By Me The Servant Sholay Shoot the Piano 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 Player Spellbound Not sure which one The Stars Look Down Never Heard of It The Sting Silent Running Stepford Wives The Smallest Show on Earth A Star Is Born not the Bradley Cooper Lady Gaga one that's coming out later this year. <laughs> uh, Sarah's gone for Seven Brides, Seven Brothers. Thomas has gone for Stalker as well. Someone called Tui? T-U-I? Tui? Who knows? Oh, Susan, is that actually? Okay, has gone for Superman, Spider-Man and Spaceballs. Uh, and Verity has gone for The Sound of Music and for Sister Act. 
Whew, well done. Thank you, everyone, for all your suggestions. Much appreciated. Um, and on you, every single session you made has given one point compared to the up to 10 points that we got to give because we're just so much more important than you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, from all of that, so all of that, I can tell you the top 10. Are you Good. ready? Stay ready. Okay, in joint ninth place with eight points uh, is The Spectacular Now and The Secret Garden. You and I are the only people who voted for either of those. Um, we gave them eight points. <laughs> now, in joint fourth place, there are five films of nine points. They are uh, Sense and Sensibility. You gave it five. Other people gave it four. I came close to giving it some, so there you go. Uh, Shakespeare in Love, which is the only one that gets votes from you, me, and another. In fact, it's probably oh. the only one that gets votes from you and me. Um, six from me, two from you, and one other person. Uh, Spider-Man 2, uh, with nine from me. Uh, Short Time Redemption got five from me, and four other people gave it a point. And Silver Lines Playbook was your second choice. I got nine. We move on to uh, joint second place. Scott Pilgrim, mm. Rest of the World, and She's the Man. <laughs> joint, joint <laughs> so no one else likes our favourite films. <laughs> it, it would appear not, but you'll be delighted to know, Simon. Leading the way in first place, seven points from me and four points from others, is Star Wars. Definitively uh, the best f- film, beginning with the letter S. I am overjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that. But it's like this. So wait, no way better than she's man. It's an unpopular view. Uh, we move on then <laughs> to actor factor, where we talk about the film's objective actor, and this time it's star of she's the man, Channing Tatum. Kick Guess which off. one's my favourite one already. <laughs> I've seen eleven films with Channing Tatum in. Good work. I've seen sixteen. Did we talk about them. Sixteen. Well done. Gosh. <laughs> Although, uh, um, in fairness, one of them is uncredited. One of them I stopped watching. So I guess. Maybe not quite. Which one did you start watching? Uh, a Guide to Recognising Your Saints. Oh, right. I just yeah. found it fairly unpleasant and dull. Yeah, uh, yeah t- talk me through. Don't forget all, ele- all 11, but talk me through some of your high lows and highs and lows. I first saw him in She's the Man, and then I went to see Step Up in the middle of an afternoon with, 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 with on my own, which wasn't a great look. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he's got a cameo in Step Up to you know the streets. What's, you know what's good? Um, having friends. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds nice. Yeah. Um, so I do really like his comedies. Basically, I've seen his comedies uh, for the most part, always rom coms. Oh yeah. Um, so Twenty One and Twenty Two Jump Street, I really like. I think he's very, he's shows his comedy chops in those particularly well. Um, yeah, I, I yeah. I I really like The Vow actually, which is more of a like love story about Rachel McAdams gets hit by a car and I can't remember their marriage and has to rebuild. Um, their marriage, I guess. Dear John is a much more sort of soppy version of that. But, that's, a, well, that's Amanda Seyfried, isn't it? It is. Yeah. I have seen more than one of her films, apparently. Um, the only really dramatic film I think I've seen him in is Side Effects. Um, right. Like, where it's just straight drama. And I thought he did a very good job in that. It's it's quite a clever film, I thought. Remar and Joseph Gordon Levitt, is it? Uh, I don't think Joseph Gordon Levitt. No. Oh, Jude, Jude Law, then. Hmm. Yes, no, it's, um, it's quite dark, but yeah, well, well put together. It's. Um, uh, Steven Soderbergh, isn't it? Um, Is it okay. directing? I believe. Um, and and he does a lovely dance number in Hail Caesar. So you're saying she's the man's your favourite? What's your least favourite from that? She's my favourite. Um, my least favourite. Um, it, it's, it might actually be the Lego Movie. Okay. Because yeah. I don't really just like any of the films I've seen him in, but the Lego Movie, I just I've been told it was. Good for adults as well. And I went to see it thinking, no, this, this is a children's film. <laughs> so I was, I'm sure it's lovely for children. So, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed the Lego movie. I think it's, it's very hyperactive, but um, it's good fun. He's also in a Lego Batman movie playing the same role, playing Superman. Uh, yeah, the Jump Street films, in fact, yeah, the Jump, 22 Jump Street might be something up there, my favourites. Um, uncredited in War of the Worlds, um, which I'm not sure that counts. Uh, whilst we got fighting is pretty bad. It's about him just goes around fighting. I think I saw it at a friend's place. Um, Don John, as I've talked about before, it's, it's, it's a yeah, I must only have a cameo in it because he's not really. But that's Joseph Gordon-Levitt, um, who I think directed it. Actually, Scarlett Johansson yeah. and uh, weirdly Julianne Moore. Um, yeah, she does. She would do more or less anything she's asked in the film world, don't she? But I think yeah, she hooks up with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He's like. 30 years younger than um, It's nice to have a role reverse location. Probably not that much. Uh, Brie Larson's also in it, and barely, I don't think, maybe has like one speech. Otherwise, it's, it's just. It's no sad. longer a surprise why you've seen it. <laughs> no, this is, I thought it was interesting. I'm, I'm a fan of all those people, really. But uh, yeah, it's it's about a guy who's addicted to pornography. I watched it on a plane thinking mm. it might be the clean version, but <laughs> it, it was not. Um, Foxcatcher, I think 
has faded a bit from it was kind of a big deal at the time is him and uh, Mark Ruffalo playing wrestlers and, and Steve Carell uh, as their coach it's based on a true story uh, it, it was a big deal at the time but I think it probably was over publicised and it feels very languid and slow which is probably deliberate but um, yeah it was kind of talked about as being a awards contender and never really was uh, Logan Lucky is great fun that's again Stephen um, Soderbergh it's basically Ocean's Eleven but for rednecks, so these guys are stealing stuff from NASCAR. Is it violent? Will I enjoy it? I think you'd like it. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not uh, violent. No, it's um, uh, who's Adam Driver and uh, uh, Daniel Craig with bleach blonde hair and a kind of a Tennessee accent or where he's supposed to be from. Yeah, it's, it's not quite as clever as it thinks it is, but it's it's great fun. Uh, this is the end. He plays himself. Uh, and ten years I've talked about before. Which, oh, yes, uh, that's good. which I really enjoy. Oh, and he was in the Kingsman sequel, which I thought was pretty good, but I know a lot of people didn't like. So I'd say my favourite from that, it might even be 10 years, actually. I think that's an underrated oh. film. Um, Hail Season might be my least, actually. I, I, the, the dance number is great, the, the dancing singing he's in, but the film was very disappointing overall, I thought. I was a bit disjointed. Uh, actually, fighting's probably the worst. Anyway, um, right. <laughs> um, next time, I don't know what we're doing, so uh, let's move on to the <laughs> on to the quiz. Uh, which is films by authors. Every single time Zijan's not been here, I've lost the quiz. So let's see if we can maintain <laughs> that um, maintain that record. I'm helping by not having done any research. Well, this is quite a, a broader topic. Usually, we've got something you can research quite close in, but um, so uh, but not this time. Why, why don't you go first? Time? Why don't you hit me the first question? Okay, question one: Jennifer Ely plays the author's wife in which eponymous film? Hmm. Mm, I should know that. Mm, I've probably seen this. Haven't I? <laughs> I'm not sure. No, no clues. Sorry. No. Um, no, I got, I got nothing here. It's wild, Oscar Wilde. No, I didn't know that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the film Capote centers around Truman Capote writing which book? Uh, in Cold Blood. It is in Cold Blood. Yes. Um, which I have read, but I've not seen the film. I have seen the film, but not read the book. <laughs> uh, question two. Who played Virginia Woolf's sister, Vanessa Bell, in The Hours? Come on. Um, <laughs> You've seen The Hours. I have seen The Hours, it's true. Uh, who would have done that? Um, that strikes me as the kind of thing that would have been done by uh, Imelda Staunton. Mm, good try, but uh, Miranda Richardson. Okay, yeah, I can see that. She's very good. Um, the film Iris won one Oscar. What was it? Ooh... That's a good question. Thank you. Um, I'm going to say Best Adapted Screenplay. No, it was a Best Actor in a Supporting Role for Jim Broadbent. It was, I'm glad. Um, question three. John Bailey wrote a book about his wife that was turned into a biopic. What film was that? About his own wife? Yes. He's Irish. It is Iris. Yeah. John Broadbent was playing John Bailey. Yeah, <laughs> uh, question three for you. Um, what is the name of the film in which Rafe Fiennes played Charles Dickens? Oh, I didn't know he had. Hmm. Um, hmm. Boz. Oh, good stuff. Um, the Invisible Woman. So oh, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, Felicity Jones playing his, his wife. Adapting Claire Tomlin's book. There you go. Okay. Uh, question four. Which writer is the film Tom and Viv about? There's two names in that title. <laughs> yes. Only one of them is a writer. Interesting. <laughs> Tom... Viv. Tom. Viv. <laughs> Is that your final answer? <laughs> was it Thomas Elliot? It was T.S. Elliot. Was yes. it really? Oh. Yes, well done. Um, question four for you. Finding Neverland was based on which book by Alan Nee? Oh, I did even look this up when I was researching. Oh, yeah. and it's, is it um, The Man Who Invented Peter Pan? Uh, I'm not going to give it to you, I'm afraid. It's what? The, aren't you? How close is it? It's the man who was Peter Pan. Oh, that's close enough. Come on. No, not done. What? <laughs> how far? What's the score at the moment? I'm winning 2 1. Oh, come on. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> well, um, mean. <laughs> Vita and Virginia is an upcoming film starring Gemma Arterton and Elizabeth Debicki. If Virginia is Virginia Woolf, who is Vita? Oh, that's a very kind question. Vita Sackville West. Is Vita Sackville West? Inspiration for the worst book ever written, Orlando. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, question five for you. Uh, which character did Kelly MacDonald play in Goodbye, Christopher Robin? Um, Nanny. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, she's credited as Olive slash New, I think, but uh, yes, the yeah. Nanny. 
Well, that's the end of the quiz, Simon, and I'm pleased to announce that I've beaten you 3-2. Hmm, <laughs> it's... Hmm, hmm. 3-2.5. Fine. Uh, a glorious victory for me that will be celebrated throughout the ages. Um, I was very impressed by your T.S. Eliot guess. Unless you knew that Thomas was his first name. I knew I knew Thomas was T.S. Eliot's first name, yeah. Oh, there you go. But I mean, I, was, I couldn't think of any other authors whose name, first name was Thomas off the top of my head, so... Fair enough. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for joining us. What what the what the listening public don't know is that we're currently in the same house in different <laughs> rooms. <laughs> um, yes. So I'm looking forward to seeing you again shortly. Oh, yeah, be nice. Um, go listen to tea or books, everyone, if you like old books. <laughs> yeah, or tea. Um, <laughs> we don't talk about tea ever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, go uh, go listen to Simon's podcast. If you have come over from Simon's podcast to listen to this one, you're, you're I should probably have welcomed you at the start, but uh, you're you're still very welcome if you're still listening. And let me uh, cling on to you. We talk about movies and, and very 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 rarely books, but <laughs> Zijan's great. Though. Come back uh, next time. <laughs> Zijan is great. Um, next time we haven't decided what topic we're doing yet. I'm afraid. So. Uh, Maybe I'll edit that in, but I almost certainly will not. Uh, Thank you for joining us, Simon. It's been great fun. Bye.